Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Stitches Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Manderfeld. We're back after a two-week break after our prediction episode. Busy lives going on here. Uh, Vegas trip for Robert. Little work conference for me. Nick's hanging out in the boondocks in Moorhead. I think he had things going on, too. I don't want to diminish your life, Nick. But We had a snow blizzard. There you go, snow blizzard. And uh, we're back. We're back. So, uh, Robert, man, uh, what... First two weeks of the season, I mean, baseball is back. Obviously, we keep saying that, but the lockout really did have us scared there for a second. But at least there's something to watch. It's been chilly, too. Like, some weird weather games. Snow in Chicago, 40-degree weather in Minnesota, Detroit, that kind of thing. There's snow in in D.C. today. Yeah, it's weird, man. It's one of those. I think it's called the La Nina. Oh. Something like that. Colder than usual temps Mm -hmm. affecting the region, but... Baseball's back. I mean, I'm enjoying it. What do you think, Robert? Yeah, welcome back, baseball. <laughs> welcome back to the cold. Yeah, come back. I mean, how can you not enjoy it? It's baseball. That's our thing. That's our motto here on this podcast. Baseball's baseball. Keep it short and simple. Exactly. And there's been some like weird pitching performances, too. Like Garrett Cole has like a 6 ERA through three starts, and he had five walks tonight as we're recording this. I don't know what's yeah. going on with him. I guess the sticky stuff substance really did mess him up. The um, Brewer's staff as a whole. Brewer's staff has been weird, although they haven't been, like, imploding. I mean, they started off just but awkward. It's just been well. weird. Yelich yeah. hit a Grand Slam. I don't know when's the last what? time he hit a Grand Slam. So <laughs> That's a game changer right there. Is he going to break out? Bellinger's still striking out at pitches in the dirt. So uh, yeah. not some things have changed, some things haven't. Um, okay, we'll, we'll get into more of this, uh, but just make sure to follow along. We'll be here usually every week on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your audio. We're on social media at Stitches Pod on Facebook and Twitter, and our email is thestitchespodcast at gmail.com. Um, okay, overall thoughts. I know for me, I think the, the biggest thing is just kind of the weird spring training affecting a lot of the players in different ways. So, for example, Clayton Kershaw only going 80, 80 innings or eighty pitches, eight seven innings in a perfect game. He was pulled. We've had a lot of other pitchers pulled very very early before five innings even, even with decent pitch counts. Um, some hitters haven't really caught up yet. We're talking like uh, the big shine, the big signings in the offseason, Trevor Story and Carlos Correa, who got signed late. They haven't really got their bats going yet. Um, I think this. I don't know if people are talking about it enough, but it's affected a lot of the performances here through the first two weeks. What have you guys seen? Yeah, I mean, I've definitely heard and seen a lot just based on the uh, short spring training. I know we've seen that in the past from guys signing late into spring training or or right before the season. We've heard that um, as a reason for guys struggling. And it's like you said, Trevor Story, Carlos Correa, I mean – those are two elite bats, and obviously there's they're not connecting well. We've seen Korea struggle. I mean, firsthand, we've seen Korea striking out a lot more than usual. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like you said, pitching. We, you talked about pitching a little bit. They're struggling a little bit. And baseball is such a timing thing, routine thing. Guys just – it seems like we're just – should be just be now getting into their, their the flow of things. So maybe, maybe this next week we're going to start seeing these stars pick it up. But, uh, yeah, it's been a little – and we've seen some of these younger guys – or not younger guys, but – unknown guys kind of step up we see the see the Colorado Rockies kind of taking advantage of this with the uh, Connor Joe's tearing it up CJ Crone looks like an MVP right now um so it's kind of fun to see that but yeah I think 
give it a, give it a few more days, and we're gonna start seeing these these big names start to start to turn it around. Well, that yeah, was I like last so. year. That was like last year with Tyler Naquin and the Reds as well. They popped off early star. Tyler Malley looked like a Cy Young. Everyone was just rooting for the Reds, and the Reds were one of those teams that was on the cusp of making the postseason, if not mm-hmm. winning the division. Some people actually believe they could win the division uh, last year and the year before. Some hype, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, Nick Castellanos, they got an offensive core, Joey Votto. And things were clicking well for them, but I mean, let's get back to reality. The game's 162. We're not in a 60-game season. We're not, you know, going to determine who wins the crown in a month or even a couple weeks, if it said here. So there's a lot to be uh, said about what you're saying, Nick, with struggles with a lot of guys. For example, Carlos Correa, Trevor Story, and those are guys who are definitely going to figure it out. They're too good of players not to. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I, it was encouraging to see Correa in the uh, Sunday game, or maybe it was the uh, m- Monday game. It was a Monday, Monday game. game. He put some hard – he was seeing the ball pretty well. He had a walk. He had a couple hits. And so maybe he'll start to heat up here soon. We had that, like, 15-pitch at bat. So now yeah, I haven't I seen very much of him. Is he, like, getting a lot of sliders because that's his kryptonite? Or what? what's going on? Like, what? what's the problem with uh, – It just it seems, seems like, like everything's off of him. Everything, really? yeah. He's yeah. not okay. He's not hitting fastballs that he should be hitting. He's whiffing on those. But It uh, does seem just like a simple timing thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, I'm like, not too concerned. Once he gets hot, once he'll be kind of back. Right, and yeah. I mean it's a whole new organization. I'm not trying to exactly. make any excuses for him or anything, but I, I, you know, I'll bring this up with Goldschmidt all the time. Different scenery. He only knew Houston. Now he's in Minnesota, and it's a completely different atmosphere yeah. as far as the temperature, even. So mm-hmm. it's tough. Well, you speaking adjust. of guys, I mean, guys knew last year. Nolan Arenado. Look at him right now. He's tearing it up oh, right yeah. now. He really After is. last year, the kind Cardinals of seems in like general was, are having a good start. Yeah, it's been. It's been. I mean, Goldschmidt's been. He had that one good game. Been pretty like four bad, walks. That four walk opening <laughs> yeah. was an opening day yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. always like gone off yeah. the slow starts to the Cardinals every yeah, year. Yeah, it seems like he usually yeah. does. But, yeah, does. it's fun yeah. seeing seeing Arenado tear it up after last year. It seemed like he was going to – everyone was worried about him on the downswing after the big contract or, or going to the to the big Colorado – I mean, not Colorado, Cardinals away team. Colorado. but uh, yeah. Away from Colorado. But, yeah, it's fun seeing him get back to Arenado ways and, and tearing the ball up. We're playing solid defense. The Cardinals have been a good surprise. They've been playing well. The Reds mm-hmm. look awful. I mean, that's a team yeah. that they I mean, hadn't had a lead in like I think almost a full week before they had the lead last night. What was it? The the uh, was it the owner of the GM said something about it, and all of a sudden they just said something. About just just enjoy the games, and now they just look awful. <laughs> the fans are complaining it's hard to enjoy about the game it. when you trade away all your <laughs> yeah, players. I mean, come on, come um, on. Yeah, that offense I mean, is just completely kaput. Without if if India isn't in that lineup. I mean, right, there's nobody like the sport. in there. Besides, like, Joey Votto, like the, the fans thing. don't go to see anybody even besides, Votto like, India and this Votto. Year. Yeah, yeah it's all India. He's the face. As of right now, He's yeah. got to be it. Yeah. And Senzel. Hmm. I don't think the no, fans I'm saying, really I'm saying this just, just him, like, no one is, like, No, nobody's doing yeah, well there's not. Team. there's not a good no, bat. No. And, I mean, I mean they got – Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, I mean, it's – it's it's fun seeing like Hunter Green and, and Nick the little pitch, but uh, yeah, like you said, no offense. Well, I'll disagree. I think Tyler Stevenson's having a very solid season. He is gunning out people like no tomorrow. I think he leads the yeah. majors and gunning guys out, and he's got a hose piece. You don't gunning run on Tyler Stevenson. Out. Used to be don't run on Yachty. You don't run on Tyler Stevenson. And I, I mean that was his big thing coming in. Hitting mm-hmm. was the question mark, and so it's fun seeing that. I mean, it's kind of interesting seeing the scene because when I was looking at India and Stevenson when they're coming up. It was both of them played solid defense and either were going to be solid above average hitters. And now I see both of them all of a sudden be 55 it up. So, I mean, yeah. you got to say, like, maybe the – I mean, 
you're playing in, in a hitter-friendly ballpark where balls just fly out. But, I mean, still, I mean, we saw India tear it up in that spring training like we talked about all the time. So maybe the Reds got a little little something cooking for uh, for developing hitters. No. <laughs> Luke just I shut that so. down real quick. He says no. We'll, I mean, we'll find out, but <laughs> small sample size. A, they haven't had the best offense in many years. I don't think so. It's always they've been the rotation some, they're pitching. They've had some solid, solid offenses. I don't know, right. not for a long time. I mean, Vado when they had Vado and Suarez, he was good. Winker was good last year. Castellanos. I wouldn't I mean, say they that didn't develop those it guys. It was their pitching. They just got a good. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I mean. I mean it's the oh, development. They, a lot of those guys were free agents. Yeah, I can see what you're saying with the development thing, but. I think offense was still good. All right, let's get down to the nitty-gritty, though. Let's talk about the Twins. Where do you guys think Minnesota oh, is right now? We got, we that's got the nitty-gritty. The, the hey, I the mean, pitching, this is what we're here for, The right? pitching has been a surprise. I'll Joe say Ryan, that. Yeah, I mean, Joe Ryan's been as good. Bundy's I mean, I, been I'm not surprised by Joe Ryan. I'm surprised by Dylan Bundy. Right. I mean, this Dylan guy Bundy's been really good. He's gone out. Is it three starts now, and he has a fourth-best ERA starts. Yeah. In, the, in the American League, getting a lot of strikeouts. Now... I Sunny was talking to Noah about this. I was talking to Noah about this. He was very good with the Angels in April as well. Um, yeah. He uh, he's one of those guys that just seems to lose steam as the season goes on. Like his velo drops. He doesn't have like the stamina. I think it's a lot of it has to do with the injuries he's had over the years too. And he hasn't you know fully put together a, 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 an entire season of success as well. So maybe. Um, Maybe we'll see the same. I said, if he's still doing this in June, July, then I'll believe it. I mean, he's not going to do this, but if he's still decent in June, July, and his velo's still there, then I'll buy in. But it's going to take a lot for me to buy in after last year. I mean, he got moved to the bullpen. We're talking late summer because he yeah, was so bad. He did. In, a, in an Angels rotation that was desperate. That's and a bunch so of four fives. Yeah. There's just, it's hard for me to say he's back because we don't know. But I mean, it's good. It's good to see. Because uh, the Twins' offense has been awful, and they've needed yeah. the pitching. They've had one good, pretty much one good game against the Mariners' pitching staff. That they was... had one. The Red Sox the other day was pretty good too. They had seven yeah. runs. Yeah. But is there anything? Yeah. So like, just staying on the Bundy point, is there anything when you've watched Bundy, anything different, or anything that just like stands out to you? I mean, you guys have you guys seen? I haven't, him I haven't caught his. Okay, because I haven't, I haven't seen any anything games. from him. I mean, when I was, it's not. It looked a lot like his opening day start with the Angels last year, where he was attacking hitters. His velo is mid nineties. I mean, he's good when he's on. It, it's mm-hmm. nothing different. It really is the velo and the stamina for him. Like if he can sustain the velo, he is an effective pitcher. I don't yeah. think. I don't think it's a, you know a big secret. Okay, but in your personal opinion, do you think seeing that and seeing what you saw last year, do you think he's gonna do exactly what he did last year? As far as like right now, I'm planning for that. Yeah, you know, like yeah. he's gonna tr- taper off. I mean, you, yeah. I mean, you just expect. But it it's him. just watch that. Just watch the fastball velocity, and if it dips to under ninety-two, then you know you got an issue. Mm-hmm. And he's basically it's, what fastball slider, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, pretty much. Like he's turned yeah. his knuckle curve into a slider now. Is that what I'm hearing? I mean, that's just that's his primary attack. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. got a change up too. But well, I, I think mean, it's just uh, it's good to. I mean, regardless if he tapers off, he was cheap, and the fact that he's putting up these numbers is pretty good. Um. Because you know everyone, he had a lot of hype going into 2021 because of the big season and the the, the COVID season. Yeah. But now we know yeah. is that he can do really well in short bursts. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, going on the slider thing, let's talk about Joe Ryan's start against the Red Sox. Yeah, what he is going that slider, slider crazy was for him absolutely at least. nasty. I mean, I it was like 50 50. Yeah, I mean it was. Basketball? I mean it was elite. That's probably the best slider I've ever seen him throw. 
and that's been my big concern with him was is he going to develop a pitch that could that could help out with his fastball but i mean we throughout throughout the opening day start that was i mean everyone struggled in the cold that day he was ma- a magician i'll be honest with you i was i'm i'm not as sold on ryan as as robert is but that was against i mean against the red sox and fenway i mean that's always hard to pitch there bogart's endeavors even if bogart's haven't figured out the bat fully yet those are still elite elite hitters and for him to do that uh, uh on that stage was i thought that was incredible on his part yeah, yeah you watched it the, back robert right? well i was gonna say i'll pass it to you first before i put out my takes i want to hear i didn't watch that start first. that in depth oh, so you go okay ahead. okay so the one thing i will say so the first start i watched both of them of course because you know it's my guy and I noticed his fastball had good movement in the first, even though he wasn't that great. He didn't really, I mean, besides the four walks, it wasn't awful. His secondary was meh, but his primary fastball was fine. I thought it was pretty good. It was cold. It was, it, cold. it was cold, but it moved. It had good movement. It wasn't really spin rate. It was movement. Whereas we talk about the word spin rate, I think there was spin rate in Boston. I don't think his fastball was moving. It was just straight spin rate. And I'm going to be the one to tell you, that I think he's going to have to pick one of them because if he gets in between, because this does happen, I've seen it with some guys, if he gets in between whether he's going to throw movement or have more of a straight fastball with really good spin, he's going to leave it middle in and Mitch Hanniger is going to whack it. And that's what happened in that first start. I'm serious, that's what happened. I saw it and it was nothing on it because he was probably trying to move it that day because it was cold. And it's, it's like that you just you have to pick one. It's very difficult to have both. Nobody really in the game has both really good spin rate and really good movement. Like like anybody in the game. Like, Garrett Cole would be as close as it gets, and you're not seeing it anymore from Cole right now. So, if you can do both, you're going to be elite. Now, Ryan right now is in the process of still getting better. So, he's going to have to pick one before he gets to that second step, which is going to be, okay, can I, you know, spin the ball, or am I going to be better at moving it, depending on which one he chooses. And then, the third step will be, can he move on to become that Garrett Cole fastball, which I've comped him to many times, because I think his fastball is like Garrett Cole. Not the velocity, but the movement and the spin has Garrett Cole ask, especially up in the zone when Garrett Cole was with the Pirates, not with the Astros. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think it's the Twins have put together something. I don't know what to call it when it comes to the rotation because <laughs> it doesn't seem sustainable to me. Uh, Chris yeah. Baddock looks shaking his first start, but I don't really know what to make of that because it was cold. It was the Dodgers. It was really his first team. start for the Twins. I don't think he's completely built up. Yeah, he only went three innings, and he looked a lot, like I was at the game. I was gonna say you had um, first looks. Anything? And that... he he the first inning I was like, uh oh, it's gonna be eight nothing at the end of this inning because he looked shaky. But he actually did settle down a little bit. I mean, he only let up one run after that, and the walks he didn't let up as many walks, and his changeup looked a little more sharp. He was playing with the fastball a little bit more, so I was impressed after that first inning. So I think it's not gonna be a complete wash with him. I just I didn't like the deal in the first place, so maybe I'm a little biased. When it comes mm-hmm. to Paddock, but I don't have a lot of faith. It happens. In, Everyone in has their biases for players. Um, yeah, and so we'll see. Tough we'll buy. see what when it comes to him. And Chris Archer is going tonight, which yeah, that's our first look at him. I think second, second, second look. Yeah. Second he look. pitched against the Dodgers too, didn't he? No, he didn't. Uh, Who he pitched against? I think it was yeah, right no, that. I think it was the Dodgers. I think it was. I don't, it was don't even remember that. Yeah, it was. It was the Haney start, wasn't it? When they both looked okay, and he was like falling off the mound. It was really awkward. Like I, yeah, it was. I thought that was weird too. Right now. He's a a, awkward. He's an interesting guy. Mm-hmm. But that was also loves, a late signing, so said I will, he loves Jock Jones. So yeah, I will uh, hold off on the judgment with him until he kind of builds up a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Obers look good. 
I have not yeah, caught does. him yet. I wish I would have caught yeah, that six-inning game that he threw. Really nice and encouraging, like you said, Ryan and Ober going six innings is not the Minnesota way of the last couple of years, so that's pretty impressive. I mean, we'll over the classic fastball Ober, Ober up was, just yeah. right super right. well, and hopefully yeah. they can do that with Paddock, and yeah, uh, he can find success because his when he throws the fastball down, it gets shellacked, as we saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So keep it up. Um, so yeah, good for the rotation. The bullpen is absolutely awful. Caleb Theobar might get DFA'd tomorrow. <laughs> and um, I think Duffy just got back from the injured list, so we'll oh, have to boy. see how he does. He was a little shaky in his first outing. Um, Duran looks electric, but he's oh, also been shaky too because he's yeah. he's super green. Um, they let him go two innings. He got blown up the second inning, and then he also had a few walks and didn't really know how to react to. Um, his control being off, that, and his, his splitter not being on. He he actually turned mm-hmm. to the slider, which I was impressed with, and it was very consistent yeah. um, against the Red Sox. And so he did figure that out, but there were some parts where, like, you know he's a rookie. He didn't know how to kind of control himself and compose himself, and so he'll work on that. But definitely the mm-hmm. future closer, I think, in the making as you yeah. watch him pitch because he's just got such electric stuff. It's like it's so easy. Noah said he is similar to Gratterall with, like, the stuff. I mean, Gratterall's got kind of the a sinker slider, kind of, and then the, an electric fastball. Um, Duran has the the splinker, as he calls it, mm-hmm. and then the fastball, and so it's mm-hmm. not like that different when it comes to stuff. And they obviously right. both throw very, very fast. Yeah, but it's so. got. I mean, it's got to be something because I mean, Gratterall just can't really strike guys out, which is weird. Is it, is it because he pitches in the zone too much? I think I it's because he doesn't say, really have... I don't think he goes top of the zone as much as I think Durant he go, I think well, he even, worries too much even about that, his best His strikeout pitch is a sinker, isn't but it? But I also so, think it has something to do I with his, so, yeah. his arm action, too. I think Gratterall's arm action is more pointed towards it's such a weird down in the zone. Gratterall doesn't have like a, a solid breaking ball. No, it's it really doesn't really have a wipeout pitch. And so it's easy to foul off. Right. Yeah. It doesn't mean he's not effective because it's hard. No, I mean, he's elite. I mean, just a, a solid pitcher, but just not a strikeout. But like guy. when you talk Duran, that splinker it drops like a. It's right. nasty. It's when it was when it was on that first start, holy knock it, buckets! That was incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. So well, it's there are times have... where you see his fastball, and he kind of has to me like I've only seen him a very few times, but he reminds me a little bit of Hunter Green as well in some of his fastball movement and stuff. And yeah, how I mean, it's up in the zone because it's not just the heat; it's just the way the fastball plays in the zone. It's got like a little, you know, little tail you watch, action on it. Yeah, you watch the little tail action on it, exactly like Hunter Green. It's got some similarities to it as well. Yeah, but but uh, speaking of rookies, how about uh, how about Julio Rodriguez and uh, Bobby Witt, or Spencer Torkelson, or they're all struggling. I don't think anyone's broken. Out. I mean, no. As Bobby Bobby Witt and besides Rodriguez uh, have looked Steven awful. Swan. Right. <laughs> I mean, Steven Kwan. <laughs> but he Steve wasn't even Indian League prospect talk. I mean, no. he wasn't yeah, he was a fringe uh, top 100 to, I think only was baseball like, perspectives had Number three or four 100. for the, for, yeah. for or some. If we're talking about the major the guys, none of them have had a good start. No. Yeah. And only Torkelson, I, mean, I think, has a home run, too, out of all of them. Yeah, I mean, he said. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But Witt's like 30, I mean, three, 3% walk rate, 33K rate. Rodriguez is at 45%. It's so obvious these guys are just fastball hitters at right the now. Moment, it's yeah. just, they can't adjust. No. They're not hitting the ball hard. They're not. It's. I mean, Rodriguez has one double in the Twin Series was on a fastball that was left over the middle. And that's well, it. I, I showed Robert a StatCast thing of Julio Rodriguez, and I would wager that's similar for Witt. A lot of yeah, breaking balls on the outside yes. part of the strike zone. 
and one of his weaknesses to a lot of scouts for both of them were sliders. And I'm mm-hmm. sure that's exactly what's happening to both of them is they're not getting enough diets of fastballs. And then when you don't get fastballs, because this is the big league level, not the minor leagues, you're going to struggle and you're going to have to find ways to adjust. And if you don't get your fastball, well, then you better fall out that break ball so you get that fastball. Well, then you're going to get it. It's just you're going to get in between. I right. mean, these guys are both it's so true. Clear, clear. They're going to get sent down to work on something. Absolutely. Soon. I think they just can't. They're, they're, it's, and you talk about confidence in baseball. It's like you can't have these guys struggle no, this much no. on. Well, Especially the Royals, the team isn't winning. No, well, Seattle's gonna. Uh, Seattle can afford to send Julio Rodriguez back down once Kyle Lewis is back and healthy. They're which going to have like a fine outfield soon. because yeah, I, I so. know I know Jared Kelenic has not been amazing, but he's been there yep. long enough where they think that he's going to be a mainstay at the moment. Whereas it, Julio yeah. has more time because Julio Rodriguez hasn't even touched a sniff of Triple A yet. He came around right a Double nope. A ball, double and a, yep. that's it. You know, and I'm not yeah. saying you have to be in Triple A, but. A lot of people, evaluators, believe AAA is kind of important just to get your feet wet, get about 60 games in there, and then maybe you're ready for the big leagues. I mean, they, they see major league pitchers in AAA. Yes, you, you see guys that have been up here enough yep. that you'll see solid pitching. So right. I think that's that's I think that's the, the best the scenario Probably for guys. Probably guys a little bit better, sent down. better like accuracy, consistency with their breaking well, stuff. Not necessarily better uh, breaking stuff, but more they consistent. Know how, I, I just think they know how to pitch yeah. in AAA. Well, more yeah, for, for Julio sure. Rodriguez, but Witt's been in AAA for a while. Yeah, no, yeah, I wasn't I saying Wit. Wit, yes, Wit has been in Triple A. That's where I've seen the, a lot of his I games. I think it's that's the concerning part. Absolutely, yeah. And, and it's like, starting... I think the big difference is that in in the minor leagues, you can foul off like a lot of these breaking balls aren't very good in the minor leagues, and they are things no, that you can no. work around. You or can tell about lay off, or you can foul them off and wait for a fastball. Mm-hmm. But in the major leagues, people have insane breaking oh, stuff, and that's maybe yeah. where the adjustment and they is. Know how to exactly. play it, yeah. And right. I don't know how you teach Change that because in AAA, yeah. the guys in AAA still don't have the best stuff. No, they don't. And so it's just something they're gonna have to learn. No, like I don't know if the minor leagues, they're gonna have to just like completely, a hundred percent focus on right. it because and they're see, just that's, gonna get eaten alive. And that's the biggest gripe because again, I like Scott Kingry. He tore it up in the minors in AAA. He had amazing numbers, just like Bobby Wood Jr., and he has never made it to the big league level as far as where he was supposed to be for a lot of people because of his stats. Not saying Wood Jr. is necessarily Kingry or that Kingry is was supposed to be as good as Bobby Witt, but just because you see a 30-30 season does not guarantee you're going to be an elite star. And I think people who evaluate prospects nowadays look too much into statistics like that and just automatically say, this guy's a stud. Like, no, that's not how it works. The reason I like Luis Roberts so much and he had a really good season in the minor leagues, is because the guy knows how to hit. Approach is key. I saw approach with Bobby Witt, and I know, Nick, you've seen some stuff with him. You think he can hit the way the ball the other way pretty well. I still see too much pull in him. I think Luis yeah, Robert had I mean, more I... potential to hit to all fields. And this yeah. is, and again, it's not discrediting. I don't think Bobby Witt's terrible. I just think there is a lot of risk in his, his, his game because a lot of people believe his slider is an issue, and it's definitely showing so far at the big league level. Mm-hmm. And again, he's mm-hmm. only, like, what, 21 years old. There are adjustments yeah. that are going to be made, but I don't think he was going to be an automatic rookie of the year because of things like this. I, I mean, I don't think any of us right. the panel pick him. No, I, I don't yeah, think that's so. The, who did I pick? That's, I mean, that's the concern. Is... <laughs> would you say who did I pick? I got it right here. <laughs> I had Julio Rodriguez, so oh. I did. Oh, oh, okay. I picked Joe that's... Ryan. I had Jeremy Pena. Who is uh who is tearing it up right now? Of along with him and Ryan Steven, are probably front runners. Quan. And Quan. It's probably those that, two. Right now. I mean that's yeah. talk about Steve and Quan, the complete opposite of the two guys we were just talking about. But I, I, I might guess that maybe one of the Mariners pitching prospects will make their way into the conversation. Yeah. 
You weren't impressed oh, with Brash, Brash, though, were you? Oh, I absolutely love Matt Brash. But his last start was a little sketch. Yeah, and the thing is, I call him, my comp is, he's the right-hand Robbie Ray. And he showed exactly what he could be as a Robbie Ray. He has incredible breaking yeah, stuff. Fastball's that. pretty good. It's not amazing. I don't think Robbie Ray's fastball is amazing. It was pretty good last year. He spotted it really well against right-handed batters as a, as a left-handed pitcher. That's pretty, you know, important. It's kind of like Max Fried did in the postseason. But it's his breaking stuff. You have a hard time differentiating between the knuckle curve and the slider, and that's what made Matt Brash a more a hot commodity in uh, even Pitch Ninja, Pitching Ninja put him out there on Twitter, and he couldn't even figure out which one it was. Nobody could figure Pitching it out. Ninja. StatCast couldn't figure Shout it out. out. It was just a complete wildness. But the guy yeah. has a lot of control problems. I mean, I'm still worried about his durability. He's kind of a smaller guy. Does it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Some people think he's a pen, bullpen arm, but the guy's got nasty stuff. The breaking stuff is no question. Some people believe it's an 80 slider. I'd call it probably as good as a 65 or 70, but it's still really good, and he gets guys out, but he's going to have to learn to locate the fastball because his issue was he couldn't, and that's why he walked so many batters, and that's very reminiscent of Diamondbacks' Robbie Ray. Totally. Say Suzuki, oh, yeah, though, but- Robert. We can uh, maybe end the podcast on him, man. I mean, he has uh, he is, he is coming with the force, today. and and it's and it's awesome to see because there are a lot of Japanese players that come over and had a slow start, yeah, and then they different. never really Absolutely. get it going. Yep. And so that now he's here, he's kind of acclimated himself a little bit. He's got off to a flying start. I, I think mm-hmm. he's gonna stick, man. I think he's gonna stick. Yeah, it's. I mean, I mean, I think the big concern was how, if he was gonna struggle with. Fastballs. Just being overpowered yeah. in fastballs, no. but I mean his pitch recognition right now, his 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 vision at the plate has been incredible. Almost a six hundred on. We're talking about Soto having a five hundred on base percentage. <laughs> yeah. This guy's got all almost six hundred through the season. I mean, yeah. this guy has been best absolutely incredible. Yeah, best. Yeah, one of the best players this baseball season already. Well, I couldn't believe how cheap he was. I know a lot of people thought he went for a lot, and I was like, no, this is nothing compared to what this kid can do because this kid is a George Springer. I've comped him to George Springer many times. I think he is the next George Springer. I think it's a very good comp to him. He gets on base. His biggest thing, of course, is his eye. We know he has some power. He'll probably hit maybe 25 to 30 home runs. Uh, he's going to be an on-base guy like machine. People were concerned about him hitting fastballs, but Nick, you and I have seen him in the MPB. He's hit 96, 98 fastballs up in the zone. It's not like Japan doesn't have 96, 98. They do. It's just not as consistent. And he can, he can definitely rake. I mean, the guy has a swing that... You know, his idol was Mike Trout. Some people think his swing is very comparable to Mike Trout. He wears 27 yeah, on his Bobby back Witt. of his jersey. A lot of people like him. I mean, I don't think it was really that hard to believe that Suzuki is doing what he's doing right now because he was called Mike Trout of Japan. He's one of the best players in the yeah, game he in was Japan. Fun to watch. This is no joke. I mean, it's like getting a Shohei Otani to come over. Japan is doing it right nowadays, and it's it's unbelievable. They're adjusting and they're figuring it out. And some of their guys, mm-hmm. I mean, I, we don't need to get into it, but there are more guys over there that are going to be over here soon that also will have good success. They may not be as good as Seiya Suzuki, but they will have good success. There's a higher rate nowadays. That's yeah, good. Good for baseball. Yes. I actually had a coworker ask about uh, Roki. Uh, ah, Sasaki. Sasaki. Yes. Yeah. That's a good end. That's a good end. He's a baseball fan, but obviously not like hardcore. Right. And so, first. like, the fact that he heard about him was, and it was I mean, like, how, first like, he is splitters nasty. Years. And then. Yo. I'm like, go watch uh, Yashinibu uh, Yamamoto. Oh, yeah, Yoshinobu? Yeah. yeah. Yoshinobu. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. both How do you say it? Yeah. Go watch no, him. they're both. So he's going to go watch him tonight, and I'll let you know how, oh, there <laughs> how you he go. likes it. I'm like, yeah. watch the curve. There you so, go. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they're, um, they're both. But, yeah, I mean, it's coming over. People are hearing more about the Japanese league. It's getting more mm-hmm. publicity, and it's awesome to see. Um, 
And I think Shohei paved the way help. for and a lot Otani. of that too. Yeah, I think oh. he really paved the way for that. Yep. Otani definitely yeah. did, and Suzuki 100%. will only help that because mm-hmm. uh, Cubs are a big fan base. So and I, I like the Cubs going in. I thought they were sneaky. I tried to find it a came way out to put nowhere. I tried yeah, I mean, to put our... them on the playoff board, but there was just no way. I don't like their pitching enough. I just couldn't. Maybe Suzuki's gonna win Rookie of the Year. I hope so. Bring him to I mean, the, he's gonna win the it. postseason. The way I've seen him now, I would change <laughs> yeah, my pick it's... in a heartbeat. So <laughs> yeah, he's been really good. I mean, in some ways, it's like the Ichiro debate where it's kind of unfair. And I, no, I'm with you. It's like Jose Abreu winning it. It's not fair. But the guy was in a one the other way. It is fair because it's just how it is. But it's, it's like this guy had it's a way leg up playing in the MPB for a few years before coming over. Unfortunately, yeah. Abreu is a little is. different though because the Cuban league isn't as built out as no, the MPB. it's not. But he had redonkulous numbers. But he was and he had like a good insane. swing, and he did it on the big stage in the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, <clears throat> where people thought he was already pretty good. So, and that's where I saw him for the first time. I'm like, wow, this guy's a stud. Shout-outs to the yeah. World Baseball Classic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, All right. Well, uh, we'll leave on that because uh, Robert loves the Japanese players and uh, <laughs> his, one of his guys is going is. off. So that's, right. that's good to see. And uh, we'll be back next week. We, will, uh, we won't miss another week, at least for a while. So uh, make sure to stay tuned. Well, uh, so they're going to hold me to that, but we'll see. <laughs> um, Watch out. Make sure to stay tuned. We'll be here. Um, <laughs> We're on App Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts. On social media at Stitches Pod on Facebook and Twitter. And our email is dstitchespodcast at gmail.com. All right, take care, everyone. And uh, we'll talk to you next time.